I just found out I'm going to be a dad. And I'm processing my feelings. Disturbing the peace with some peace of mind. Sleeping in jeans, I'ma need a night. OD on a cheap advice. OC on the cheapest flight. Lady, I've been on the move trying to get to something. But I told her I've been running just to see the sights. Do you want to start with show and tell? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Might I just say, you're looking rather dapper. I feel like you have a, a new change to show the world. <laughs> yeah, I, wow. I bleached it. I didn't cut it as short as I was going to cut it because, oh, actually, this is a great story. Actually, okay. I forgot. I was going to, yeah, this dude, actually was what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, the haircut's been like the greatest um, anticipation of my week. Oh, wow. This is a big Gosh, deal. Life is so weird. <laughs> this is a big reveal. Um, so, yeah. The, so, I was going to cut it really, really short. All right. Everyone buckle up. We're talking about <laughs> hair for a second. I was going to cut it really, really short. I, like, everything was set. I, like, even, you know, like, we, we, me and my hairstylist, we picked out a photo and everything. And um, so, but I was going to bleach it, you know. And so, when I went in, she was like, well, maybe what we should do is when you bleach it, you never know how your hair is going to react. Like it can break off and it can, you can basically get a haircut just from the bleach. Oh, and so she's like, let's bleach it first and then decide how much more we want to cut it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now I've like bleached my hair like blonde before, but I've never gone like this light. This is almost platinum and I'm going even lighter. Uh, but she was like, just so you know, when you go platinum, we use like a much more potent bleach and she's like, it hurts like, like bad, <laughs> like really bad. And I was like, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's not that bad. Cause I remember when I bleached it blonde, I was like, oh, this is pretty uncomfortable, but it wasn't like, I mean, it was, it was bearable. So I was like, it will probably be like marginally worse than what I've already experienced. So I'm like, no, that's fine. Let's do it. So <laughs> they do it in two phases. The first is like the ends. And then the second part is the roots. And the ends were all fine and everything. And then she goes in and starts doing the roots. And mind you, this is in like a full on like girly, girly hair salon. Like there's a corner over here and they're doing like nails and there's a corner over here and they're doing like, I don't even know what, like, <laughs> you know, cellulite or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But there's like, you know, all these older ladies with perms and then there's all these like tweens and, and then there's me like directly <laughs> in the middle. And, um, and she starts putting in their like root bleach and it's like, t like at least three times worse than any tattoo I've ever gotten. Oh but my it's, God. it's on your entire head, like your whole head. Oh, and like, a like now sensation? at this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. I was like, and I was like, um, this is like pretty bad. <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, oh yeah. Like, um, she's like, uh, a lot of times what can happen is your, your scalp can react negatively to it. And it's, it's literally burning. Like it's bleeding and bubbling and like, oh. and she's like, yeah, it happens. Like, that's just kind of the way it is. You just got to sit it out. So I have to sit through this for like 40 minutes is how long it takes for, for the whole thing to like, you know, settle through. And I keep thinking like, it's gonna, it's gonna mellow out at some point, but it was progressively where every minute was like worse than the last minute. And every minute I'd be like, it can't get worse than this. It cannot get, <laughs> and it got worse and worse and worse. And I'm just sitting here while everyone is like, 
<laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> boys can be crazy, <laughs> you know. And I'm like seven out of ten pain. <laughs> but I have to look. But I have to look like I'm handling it well, and so I'm like gripped. <laughs> And I'm sweating and my hairstylist knows, like she can tell. And so, yeah. yeah, I get to the point that's like critical mass and I'm about to tell her like, I can't, I can't take this anymore. And uh, she's like, she's like, uh, I'm mixing up the, whatever the, the next step. You just have five more minutes. And dude, I met God those five <laughs> minutes. I was like, I was oh like, my this is, God. yeah, it was, I, I don't know if maybe like I had like some sort of allergic reaction to it or something. But the thing that was crazy is once you rinse it out, it immediately feels better. It immediately feels oh, like there's weird. nothing wrong. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I survived. <laughs> but dude, it was an experience. Oh, I couldn't believe it. No one had ever told me if you go platinum that like there's a chance you could you could uh, like go into a new dimension. <laughs> no kidding that's insane i just had no idea i had no i've yeah i know i had no idea then i i yeah no <laughs> no i had known it was going to be uncomfortable but it was and you still have to do so another bad. you still have to do another round now you're going even lighter yeah yeah that so one's I'm gonna not be like till, nine out of ten if that one's even lighter i know well it's not till it's not till the end of march so i got some time for my oh okay because my head is like you should like start under doing the some... hair. It's just like nasty, dude. Oh, really? Because I was like... bleeding and like, yeah, oh, it was. It's bad. Yeah, like a scalpy, blistery. I mean, blistering scalp right now. Yeah, yeah. And but the good news is, the good news is, it looks sick. I'm wearing a hat right now because I just woke up, so it's a little crazy. But dude, it does um, look. Sick. It does look, look sick. You look like a you look like a Yankees player from the. From the 1970s. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. The B is for baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what that's what made me see it. You should start doing like um, pain tolerance training up until the next appointment. That was like, what was crazy was I thought I had a pretty high pain tolerance. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can get through anything. Because, yeah, like I've never been in a tattoo where I'm like, I have to tell them to stop. I've never mm -hmm. had that. Um, but this was like, it was like right on the threshold. But the thing is, is it's like, I was thinking, I wonder if I'm having an allergic reaction and this pain isn't going to go away. Like, I think that's what was freaking me out more than oh, anything. Yeah. Like once they rinse it out, it's just going to like stick around. Yeah. Um, so I think that fear made it compound, <laughs> but man, we got through it. I think you could get pretty inventive. I think you could make like a, a bucket with a bunch of needles in it and start putting that bucket on your head every day and slowly put oh more gosh. and more books on top of the bucket or yeah just, that's a good idea yeah <laughs> well she said uh she said a good practice is to like eat a full meal before you go in and take two advil and then it makes it a lot better and then she also said if you go wow. in high it hurts like twice as bad if you're if you're oh, high no like if you smoke a bunch of weed and then get your hair bleached it's like unbearable oh my god which jeez there's some really good hot tips in there for hair tie i guess yeah okay so for now our even more niche focus grouped <laughs> audience member it's like even more niche now it's like yeah. the filmmaking fingerboarding bleached hair 
<laughs> well, hey, then we may as well stay on brand. I'll give you my show and tell. Okay. It's going to be a new fingerboard. Look at this, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you make the, it? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a prototype for the audio listeners. Okay. It's a hand-poured concrete quarter pipe. Um, wow. Yeah, it's just a prototype. I made it really... Uh, really jankily last night just with like a cardboard well i almost dropped concrete in my coffee um oh it hasn't set all the way right it's still it's still wet i mean it's it's dry enough to like hold shape yeah. but it's definitely still drying um but yeah i just made a super janky cardboard quarter pipe molds last night and used chicken wire as like rebar for it um but I just wanted to see if I had the concrete mix right last night. So yeah, it's not it's not the highest quality work yet. But we we're uh, we're gonna get there in time. You know, it's a process. Wow, we're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's awesome, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about it. I I yeah. watched I watched so many videos. Man, I'm just gonna throw in. Um, if, if you don't mind, let me just throw in a, a guest star pick of the week because okay. I was, oh, I don't have one this week. So oh, it's Jake's cool. pick of the All week. All right. I'm, I'm subbing in for the pick of the week. Um, I was researching, trying to figure out concrete recipes, best way to do it, all of this stuff. And I came across a video called finger fingerboards outdoor spot 2014. And it's finger like F I N twenty fourteen. Yeah, dude. And this this video. This was ten years ago. <laughs> it's it's a masterpiece. It's a work of art. It's the most beautiful outdoor spot that these guys just built out of concrete in some random ravine. And it's a masterpiece. That's all I'll say. All it it inspired me. So now I'm really into the concrete game. Um, dang, well, I'm excited because I don't know if I have quite that level of dedication to the culture, mm. but having you around, I, I can pick up all your, uh, all your failed experiments, all <laughs> yeah. your, all your bad ramps are going to wind up at my house. I yeah. already know it. Totally. You can have all the bad <laughs> crumbly <stoked>. concrete. <laughs> yeah. You can probably have this prototype quarter pipe because the, uh, dude, that thing's going to sell for millions one day <laughs> jake fingers first ever or i mean jake frew's first ever quarter yeah pipe. wait what was that <laughs> so sora's pretty crazy huh oh i know uh, it was funny because i saw i saw obviously i every i feel like everyone saw it and uh, I was just like, well, I guess we got to talk about this stupid yeah. AI BS again. But I mean, it's amazing. It's definitely amazing. Yeah, for sure. I felt the exact same as I was trying to figure out what to talk about for the podcast. And the only big news I could think of, of course, was stupid AI. Um, and but yeah, thankfully, I don't know. It, it did not feel that detrimental to me seeing it i think probably because i've now accepted the course that we're on and it's obvious where it's going um yeah. and there's no stopping it which is the scary part of it <laughs> but 
I still, I still feel the same where it's like, yeah, okay. Now it's turning into what we thought it would, where anyone can create any image in a video, but I still don't think that's going to change the fact that it's like, it's just like having access to the greatest stock footage ever. It's like, okay, great. What are you going to do with it? Like you still, yeah. You still have to figure out how to make something compelling with it. And that doesn't change if you have a beautiful image or not. Yeah. The the thing that I I mean, it's gonna be so funny looking back on this and just being like, wow, that was <laughs> that was like a even a thought back then. But like for me right now, something that I don't see people being able to do is make is basically make consistent like like you generate one, right? And it gives you like a character and a setting and a scene and a lighting setup and everything. I haven't seen anything where they're able to duplicate all the same characters and the mm. same scene and everything into a new. So I was thinking about it. I was like, that's one thing that I'm certain will be ironed out, but hasn't yet, which is interesting is yeah. you can't say like, okay, use that same, that same character and, but put that exact same rendering in, this other situation or whatever. And then, yeah, I don't know. I also feel a rising sentiment of the fact that it's, it's a big plagiarism machine. I feel like everyone I hear about that talks about AI is not super stoked about the fact that it just draws from, I mean, it just draws from a, 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 a giant library of people who haven't consented to having it be mm -hmm. used for the model. And I don't know if, I don't know if long-term they're able to get away with that completely because it seems yeah. to be like a rising concern. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, basically all I have to say about it is like, it's impressive. I'm sure it will change things in ways that I'm not soaked about, but I also think there's a lot of challenges that currently it's like the Wild West, but as the technology improves and as people become less and less inclined to have their work be subject to be in a large model like this. I just, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah, totally. Which I guess I also realized we didn't, we didn't even explain it. Like if anyone doesn't know, Sora is just OpenAI's new text to video feature. Um, and the results of it have been really good or at least way, way better than any, AI video has been in the past. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with you. Like there's for sure, I think, and I hope going to be a lot of changes coming into regulating where its sources can be pulled from. Cause yeah, that's for sure. All it is, is just a massive stealing, borrowing machine. Um, but it, it also just means it's never, depending on your definition, it's never really capable of innovation. You know, it can't have like a true creative thought. Although <laughs> I guess you could say the same about humans with the whole, yeah, like, I know I was going to say new under the sun, but I hear people say that a lot and I don't know if it really makes that big of a difference to be honest because it's so indistinguishable from an original thought mm -hmm. that it's like more of a technicality than anything it kind of feels like but did you notice that all the highlights are blown 
Mm, no, I didn't really notice that. Yeah, I, I, it's just kind of interesting. It looked like looked like eight bit footage. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it mostly looks like video games too. Like even with um, uh, Mid Journey photos, they're always like so recognizable right away and look video game ish or like rubber like. Um, yeah, I feel like that still is definitely there in the in the Sora stuff as well. But I don't know. I I had the thought of remember when it was like early Instagram days and it was just supposed to be an iPhone photo app, and then people started getting or started using DSLRs for their Instagram photos, and it just felt so. Like it felt so unfair and it felt like those people were just so much better than everyone else. But then it has, you know, it got to the point where it was like, okay, now everyone has good cameras. Now everyone has DSLRs. And you kind of realize that those people weren't actually that good. They just used a nice camera and it became this like same genre. I feel like it's kind of that same type of thing all over again, where it's like, Okay, yeah, there's a new a new tool available that's going to look really cool and flashy, but ultimately it's still going to come down to like who uses it in a compelling way versus just making the nice-looking Instagram genre. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. It's hard to say. I I really don't think anyone can fully predict what the implications are. Um but yeah, I feel like the pretty obvious one is just that stock footage might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, jeez. I don't think that's a hot take. <laughs> Man, yeah. And honestly, I feel like has already been in trouble because I don't know about you. Anytime I need stock video, I just use Pexels or Unsplash, and they're both free. They're both just community sourced. And Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even use... I don't think I've ever really used mm. stock footage. If I do, I just pull it somewhere with the Shutterstock logo still on it. And yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. And just send it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I can feel us both just being bored. Talk about it, talking about yeah. it. Cause it's like, yep. AI still the same. Still don't really care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just like, a, you, you, like the output of the images is really, is really cool. Like, like I'm t- like I'm talking about like whatever I guess like analog f- filmmaking now is mm-hmm. I suppose what it is but like I you know like I love I love filmmaking and I love the output and everything and I love getting beautiful shots and everything but more than that I just like the craft I like going exactly. outside with my camera yeah. and making it and like if it becomes indistinguishable from something that is like handmade craft made or what or actually experienced like whatever the the person getting the most out of going and shooting is me and that's not going to change mm-hmm. you know like i'll be able to tell what i actually filmed and saw with my own eyes and what you know yeah totally and so f- for me it's like i am the most important end customer of my creative work mm-hmm. and no no ai is going to change the fact that if i go on a road trip and film the whole thing that val- that footage is going to be way more valuable to me than if I generated some road trip <laughs> footage. You yeah. know, it's, like, it's just like it makes no difference, really. Yeah. Ultimately, totally. Certainly, in the in the in the world of 
you know, like storytelling and, and whatever. Yeah. People will be able to get away with a lot more for a lot less resources, but it's just like, who? I don't, I just don't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say that. I feel like that's why I always kind of glaze over thinking about it or talking about it because it is eliminating the part of the process that I get the most joy out of the most satisfaction out of the really the only reason that I'm still doing video is because of the filming, you know? Yeah. Like I I already have such a hard time sitting down and editing for lengths of time that if that also included sitting down and generating shots and trying prompts over and over to get the right shot and then having to edit it, dude, I, I'd quit. I'd become a, yeah, dude, a I'm going to go get a different no job. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Or going yeah. to concrete pouring or something. Cause well, yeah. yeah. Like another, another good example is I've shot, I've shot a bunch of stuff on my actual film camera. And then in the membership, people have asked me like what my, what my um, Cineprint workflow is to get the look. And then the answer is it's not Cineprint, it's 16 millimeter. So for them, there's no way to tell the difference. You just assume it's like fake 16 millimeter look, mm. but it's real 16 millimeter. But I don't care. I'm not over here like, <laughs> yeah. how dare you not know the difference? There's, <laughs> there's so much more that goes into that or whatever. It's just like, it means something to me and that's all that I really care about, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know either. I still believe in humanity, but time will only yeah. tell. And uh, yeah, I was writing this this thing earlier. And anyway, basically, I just think sincerity is like, I think people are really, really good at detecting sincerity. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, by definition, you can't fake sincerity. And uh, I, yeah, I just... I don't know. Who knows? I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I just don't really, and I don't really care. And the truth is, if AI comes along and replaces everything I do completely, that's fine. Like, I'm going to go do something. I'm not like so married to this that it's going to ruin my life. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. So. Yeah, know. seriously. If anything, if anything, I wouldn't mind being forced into a life that was a little more physical and a little yeah, less right. digital, yeah, you know? Like, yeah, if it yeah. just rules the whole digital space, so be it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I can exit yeah. this this never-ending mess. <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes a weird parallel to, like, everyone, everyone quitting YouTube. I watched another Everyone's Quitting YouTube video, and mm. he was basically proving the fact that most of these channels last an average of 10 years. And after you're like w- when they start really picking up, like with success and everything. Yeah. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, after 10 years, it just sort of seems there's something that happens where it loses its, its luster and everything. So for me, I'm kind of like, I kind of see this as a fun chapter anyway. I don't really see it as like, Oh, I'm going to be making YouTube videos when I'm 86 years old. Yeah. Like, so I don't know, be it, be it that it may, it replaces everything we do. I don't know. You know, you can have it. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. There's more to life. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so anyway, that's AI, AI corner. Yay. Yay. Thank God we're done with AI corner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't have any updates on any space stuff. 
Oh, I had to say something. I freaking thought of a joke for last week's episode, and I gotta say it. Oh, dude. good. Okay. We were talking. <laughs> yeah. Good. You were Only talking a about how week delayed. That's okay. I'll set it up. I'll set it up. You were talking about how uh, we we only want to talk about Japan when they land the the moon landing thing upside down, and then no one no one cares once they flip it upside. Down. And what I should have said, dude, is <laughs> if you don't if you don't love me at my upside down, you don't deserve me at my right side up. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Man, I'm free. The curse is that broken. That was worth the week, man. <laughs> should we should we edit that back in? Should we go back to last no, week no. and edit it in? I think it's worth it. <laughs> we should do a re-upload of last week's and call it remastered or or what's that when they re-release a movie and like I think it's remastered. Yeah, we'll do Friends with Benedict 35 or 36 remastered edition with that <laughs> joke inserted <laughs> sounds good I, to me dude i've I kinda, been that's been on my mind for a week now for a second i thought you were gonna go into some joke about like if it was if it was china it would make sense if they're upside down because you have to dig a hole to china and if you dig a hole there you end up upside down <laughs> oh you thought it was gonna be a creative joke <laughs> No. <laughs> I loved it, dude. I, I really liked it. We hung up last week and I was like, that would have been so awesome if killed. I said that. Yeah. Oh, man. Well. We would have jumped immediately to a thousand subscribers if I just said that joke. The people are still still laughing. There's a lot of people whose stomachs are hurting now trying to recover from that joke. <laughs> <laughs> So get it together, everyone. We can talk about AI again to bring you back down if you're laughing too hard. <laughs> okay. Um, have you seen The Curse? Have you watched no. The Curse yet? Dang. No. Well. <laughs> That's a bummer. That would be really fun to talk about. I know. I've heard it's really good. Well, speaking of me having watched something and you not having watched it, um, do you think do you think art's better to be consumed individually or communally, or like, or what place do you think art in general has for the individual versus? A whole community. That's a real big question to just to just drop <laughs> yeah. on you. I'm gonna for the sake of being able to digest this question, I'm gonna replace the word art with the word hot dog. Because mm, okay. it's the same thing, really. It's really the same thing. So hmm. is a hot dog meant to be consumed alone, individually, <laughs> or together and here's what i'm gonna say they're both good they're both it's a different experience it's a completely different experience if i'm on coney island and i'm looking out over the ocean because coney island's in new york yeah 
<laughs> or is it in? I'm I in think... Coney Island, looking out over the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Then, and I just found out I'm gonna be a dad, and I'm processing my feelings, and I just throw down the old dog to get my head to get my noodle straight. Mm, then mm-hmm. you know, then that's great. But if I'm on a picnic, and I'm in, and I'm in Kansas City, <laughs> uh-huh. and there's fourteen, and fourteen of my closest friends are all there, and they all got dogs, and we all do a big cheers in the middle. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good anyway. Analogy, what do you actually. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a perfect analogy because where where my thinking has been lately if we're continuing with your analogy is, man, you're spot on. If you're about to have a kid and you decide to celebrate with a hot dog by yourself on Coney Island, that's beautiful. But if you wake up in the morning, eat a hot dog by yourself, um, lunchtime rolls around, you go for a walk and eat a hot dog by yourself. Dinner time rolls around, you sit in your basement and eat a hot dog by yourself that's a sad life that's true that's true (laughs) that's a really sad sad life and that's gonna you're gonna get real sick of hot dogs and you're gonna think hot dogs are the most bland horrible thing in the world true that's true but but of course (laughs) if you if you wake up in the morning and you go to a picnic (laughs) An early morning hot dog picnic. <laughs> I guess the analogy kind of breaks down if you just go and do a bunch of communal <laughs> hot dog events. But <laughs> oh, you would get no that that makes sense too though because if you wake up and you go to communal hot dog breakfast, community hot dog cookout, <laughs> and then for lunch you go to Kansas City Park hot dog picnic, mm. and then for dinner. And then for dinner, you go to um, the Grand Gala Day Hot Dog oh. Picnic. Wait. You're also going to get... Okay, wait, carry on. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, you're also going to get tired of hot of your so, your socialite hot dog um, life. True, true. But, okay, I think I just... I found my version of the analogy. You're eating hot dogs by yourself every day, every meal. It starts to get pretty sad, even though you really love hot dogs. But Mm -hmm. then you start going to um, potluck breakfasts with a bunch of people. And you're ready to go eat hot dogs at the potluck. And lo and behold, someone brought breakfast burritos to the potluck. And you're like, whoa, this is delicious. And then you go to the... You go to the potluck for dinner and you have chili and um, you're experiencing all these new foods that you wouldn't have tried, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, can we, can we pause for one second and zoom back out to the source code? Cause I have a question. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Cause if I replace the word hot dog with art, oh. what does breakfast burrito <laughs> chili? <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe hot dog <laughs> is just a genre of art. Okay. It's a medium. You know? 
A hot dog is merely a medium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm... If I disappear from analogy land, yeah, I okay. guess what my... Back into the matrix. Back into... <laughs> yeah. I guess my real thinking was like, I don't know if it feels like... I think you're totally right with your initial analogy that there should be this balance of sometimes it should be a very individual personal thing and sometimes it should be communal thing. But I don't know, for me personally, I've realized just how big of a difference it makes consuming art with someone versus alone, just because mm -hmm. I think we are massively skewed towards alone because of... I mean, well, obviously, because of our phones. Society. Of, yeah, because of society. Because <laughs> of just how individualized everything is. And there's like, there's multiple, I don't know, multiple factors in there. One factor is you and I watched, um, what was that movie called that we watched? Dumb the one Money. about the, oh, yeah, that was the one yeah. about, uh, about the game GameStop. Stonk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a fine movie. It was entertaining. I think it was far more enjoyable because I watched it with you than it would have mm. been if I watched it by myself. I'm sure if I watched it by myself, it would have been much more forgettable than watching it with you. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's I don't know. I think that's the case. Or or a even a uh, stronger example maybe was the moment that you introduced me to Gene Dawson was mm. like you excitedly showing me music videos and it it was like it was a moment you know versus yeah, just yeah. kind of like hearing one of his songs on a shuffled playlist on my drive to work like I think that really cemented just how good his artwork is versus experiencing it in passing yeah if it like popped up in some spotify playlist or something yeah which it had you know it turns out i had yeah. like a couple of his songs saved but oh okay you yeah. know it was just that like in passing thing and so i feel like that's yeah. part of it is like how how something can stand out more when you're experiencing it with someone and it, mm, it yeah. like attaches it attaches to a moment or a, a chapter of your life more when it's communal yeah. um yeah. and then i think the other aspect of it is just <laughs> people bringing breakfast burritos and chili to the potluck is you just you you escape your own your own circle of what you would be most likely to consume once it becomes more communal and you're sharing yeah 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 for sure that's very true that is very true and it's it's also interesting that i feel like the rules are this like kind of the same but different when you talk about creation too because when okay going back to the hot dog analogy <laughs> so like if if i was making a hot dog by myself i would have full control over everything on the hot dog and i would say i want relish mm. mustard and ketchup on it you know and then and then i'm like okay i really like relish mustard and ketchup on my hot dogs and then i get in a red and that's all i do but if you're making hot dogs together and someone brings horseradish and you're like uh what and then they put a horseradish on and then you're like whoa this opens a whole new like there's a whole new like door that i that i just uh, there's a whole new there's a whole new flavor portal that i just fell down yeah and um but 
but similarly, if, if that's all you ever do, then after a while you're like, dude, like, I just want to do, I just want to do this with my dog, brother. I just want relish ketchup and mustard. But then it's like, but then the, and then the other guy's like, we don't have the budget for mustard (laughs) 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 and so on. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting, but just like anything, I suppose there's, there's a vast way to consume and create. And, uh, I do think you're right. I think, I think the status quo is solo. Everything, mm-hmm. everything status quo is like solo currently. Like, have you watched this show? And then you're like, no. And then you go watch the show alone. And then yeah. you come back and talk about it. There's the fact that like we watched a movie together is like, I don't do that with any, I don't ever <laughs> like go and just like watch a movie with someone. Yeah. Um, let alone like set aside time to listen to music together like yeah it's so weird it almost sounds weird just saying it but if you go to an art museum with someone mm-hmm. then that i don't know i'm losing the plot a little bit but no yeah i don't i just i think i had the thought originally because i do think it's just it's easier easier to for me, it's easier to appreciate things when I'm sharing them or appreciate yeah. art when I'm sharing them. And when it's, when it's solo, I don't know. It's, it's just easier to kind of let it pass by and not pay as much attention to it. But you got to um, admit, you've also had the solo moments though, where oh, it's like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The communal sure. shared anything, art moments are more rare, but they definitely stand out more. I think because they're more rare. I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, if if anything, I'm only having the thought because I have those individual moments the majority of the time. And yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, man. Do I love that? I love like the God, the stupid cliche phrase of main character moments, but. Those moments where, for me, it's like riding my bike through the city at night, listening to music or something like that. That's like, man, that's the most powerful feeling in the world when you hear a song that just hits right by yourself or... Yeah. um, But analogy aside, do you ever just have someone else cook for you and just realize how much you're missing out on cooking for yourself. <laughs> like sometimes someone will cook a meal and it's like the easiest meal ever. And it just unlocks this world that I realize I've been missing out on. That happens actually. Yeah. Like, um, like, uh, like my girlfriend Maddie made baked brie one time, which is literally just take Whoa. a block of brie cheese and smack it in the oven and put stuff on top of it and eat it with crackers. And it's like, I don't know if you get cheap brie, it's like $11 and it was like the best. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Come again. This is an option. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to just have your four or five different things that you cook for yourself. You just get so used to cooking those that when someone introduces something new, it's just, it's life changing, you know, dude, I've, I've been on a protein shake kick where now I just realized you don't actually need food. You can just... <laughs> basically make this like slime that sustains you throughout the day. <laughs> and so now I'm basically just slime guy. Cause it's so cheap. It yeah. fills you up. 
Um, and then also if I'm going to go like, like last night we went out to eat, but I was like, I don't know if I want to spend as much money as I usually do going out to eat. So I had a cup of slime before I went and then I was like totally fine ordering like a smaller portion thing, you know? Nice. So all I have to say is you don't need food. (laughs) All you need is protein slime. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, seriously. That's like a, that's such a great, I feel like I'll go into chapters of my life where I just don't care about food and I'm way more interested in some other aspect of my life and care about being efficient in that aspect. Yeah. And that's when the slime era begins. It's just like, give me whatever slop I can get down the quickest. Um, Well, I think we already talked about this, but you took me to Taco Bell and I realized you could get like basically plain chicken tacos for like $2. Yeah. I was like, this is, I could, this is basically slime. (laughs) It's so cheap. It gets you going. Uh, I I had a roommate who took slime food to the extreme. He would really he would blend like raw eggs, deli turkey meat, broccoli, like literally just what would be a healthy meal if you actually prepped it and would just slime it all together. Slimified it. And it yeah. smelled so bad. It was so gross. And he would just chug it because (laughs) he was one of those people that cared way more about other aspects of life so it was just like a just a robot dude that's like that to me is almost like that's almost like b-tier slime mind though because (laughs) the the supplements and stuff they make they basically do that they just take all that stuff grind it into a fine flavorless powder (laughs) and then you just put like some frozen mangoes in there and the next thing you know you feel like you feel like you're like you feel like you're like having dessert for breakfast every day because it's just a mango smoothie but really you got all the broccoli and eggs just ground up Mm. into Mm -hmm. some chemical that (laughs) yeah we live in the future uh, i think a nutritionist would have some serious qualms with that statement yeah 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 whatever (laughs) dude we have a whole foods now whatever powder i'm buying is organic or something <laughs> yeah totally so it's take that nutritionist and agave yeah. nectar <laughs> yeah yeah um dude yeah i mean total total side note like basically everything we've ever talked about on this stupid podcast but i've been trying really hard to get like basically this summer this summer bod going so i've been going real hard at the gym and i'm like i'm gonna like put on some some muscle weight you know and mm-hmm. so i've been prioritizing eating as much slime as i can i go to the gym like as often as i can i got like the whole program in. and so i made the i made the goal i was like i'm not gonna weigh myself for a month i'm gonna like i'm gonna do all the th- i'm gonna do everything right and then a month later i'm gonna weigh myself and go oh yeah good job shafe you're doing it so i've been on this program and I just got to the end of the month two days ago and I weighed myself and I lost nine pounds. <laughs> <laughs> what is slime? What am I doing wrong? Oh man. Dang. Not getting any stronger. Slime let you down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Maybe how you to just do lost it. all that excess fat you were carrying around. True. I did have quite a bit of that. Yeah. You got you got big big beach plans for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> now that now that you've gone um, bleached platinum hair, I didn't know if you were moving to San Diego or something. No, no, no. I just 
Like, I feel like I'm always in good enough shape to do everything that mm. I want to do, but I never am like you in like in great shape, you know? Shape. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the window for me being able to be in like a ma- like real, real good shape is just closing rapidly. I feel like. Nah. Uh, I don't That's know. That's nonsense. I don't That's know a bunch why, of dude. cultural nonsense. You know what's wrong with society <laughs> is that <laughs> if you want to get the beach bod, everyone thinks that you have to go to the beach. <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm. I, yeah, I don't need, I just think it's, I just am just doing it. That, that, okay. That's kind of the thing though, is like, I've been, I've been going to the gym like a crazy person and being, um, just an absolute slime guzzler. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't really know why I don't really have any motivation. Like, a, I'm just kind of like, well, man, it's, I sleep better. I sleep better. So that's nice. I also just feel like, dude, I feel like Valentine's day is the, it's the jumping off point for spring fever. Like, mm. I, I just, I feel like there's something about this type of year that, I mean, cause I've been back in the, back in the gym consistently too. I've been cleaning more. I've been, I just feel like Valentine's day kicks off the optimism. You know, the days get yeah. longer. You just start wanting to get outside more. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I, d- I did clean out my whole car. Yeah. It is kind of like the like grime and grease of winter. Just like, cause yeah, I mean, even like the haircut and everything, it's just like, you go through a couple months of just letting everything fall apart and then it's fun to just, yeah, I don't know, whatever, get everything back on track. Yeah. With the holidays and everything too, there's just no time to even think about anything other than basically eating, eating Thanksgiving food or fast food and trying to survive and stay warm. That's like mm-hmm. the only thing. Yeah. This is the underlying, but yeah, I do feel like, man, I'm so excited for spring and summer and Mm-hmm. I love winter, but man, I can't wait to like be able to wear a t-shirt and just be completely jacked because of my slime bod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally just, just scheduled a haircut for Monday. Cause I was inspired by you. And I looked in the mirror and said, I'm a disgusting hibernating winter monster. I need a haircut. Yeah. So it's coming. Are you going to bleach it? Dude, I have some. I have some advice about bleaching it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I was going to, actually. I was ready. I scheduled the bleach appointment. Um, but, yeah, 7 out of t- or 8 out of 10 pain, whatever you said, that sounds... 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. That sounds crazy. So I think I'm going to cancel it, actually. I'll probably just stick Dang. with what I got. How sick would that be if we both had, like, platinum bleach blonde <laughs> hair and mustache? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past us, man. I wouldn't put I wouldn't it either, dude. Us. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Except, yeah, I mean, now since we're way past the threshold of any of this being interesting to anybody, <laughs> I have been so close to shaving the mustache every single day, dude. Oh, wow. Man, that's <sighs> tough because now it's, like, it's, it kind of works with the platinum. Bailey said, my little sister said I look horrifying <laughs> she said she said i creeped her out oh no <laughs> she didn't say horrifying she just said she just said anyone that has uh dyed hair and a mustache is creepy and i was like oh that's me <laughs> no way man i think you look like a yankees player from the 70s 
There's nothing creepy okay. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying so. I'm sure there was a creepy Yankees player from the 70s, but that's true. Probably most of them. I was probably. I, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I need more tattoos. That's what I need. Hmm. I need tattoos and more slime. Baseball. This is the worst podcast. <laughs> <I know. laughs> this is the worst episode in a long time. It's, it's, yeah, we talked what, about is anything happening? <laughs> it's like almost like nothing is happening right now, Nothing's dude. Really like, happening. I'll listen. All I care about right now is building this concrete fingerboard park. So I'm going to apologize that I think that's. That's why the podcast was so bad. I got nothing but concrete on my brain. I'm going to go start pouring concrete as soon as this is over. And that's all I care about right now. Dude, are we are should we feel should we feel guilty for not having anything to say about nothing? There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say <laughs> right now. Nothing is happening. Uh except did you see um did you see Coffeezilla's actually this is maybe topical. Did you see Coffeezilla's video about um or actually it wasn't Coffeezilla it was some other guy that made a video about like the downfall of the popular podcasts and then Coffeezilla reacted to it on his second channel. I think so. I was that the one where he was talking about how it's dangerous when you have experts talk for three hours because yeah, they because they talk run out of expertise for a half hour and then they talk about nonsense for the other two and a half hours. Yeah, it was funny because I watched that video and yeah, the basic sentiment was with all these like the huge podcasts like the Joe Rogans and everything, they have all these experts on, but they're only you can only be an expert in so much. And so eventually they devolve into talking about things that they're just none of them are experts on. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of a problem because it's a little bit of a originating ground for just false information and also just wildly un- uh, uninformed takes about all sorts of different things. And uh, I was like, wow, that sounds a lot like our podcast <laughs> minus the 30 minutes of anyone being an expert on anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think I had that exact same thought, honestly, when I saw that. <laughs> and uh, I feel like there was a comment or something, I don't know, that that basically said the real problem is taking everything everyone says as fact, you know, which, mm, yeah. Um, I would just say as a, as a disclaimer for our podcast, we don't know what we're talking about ever. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely so, uh, not. At, hot dog does not, it's not the same thing as art. That's not a fact, mm-hmm. you know, slime is not the only way. That's not a fact. <laughs> well, it seems like we probably have some serious apologies to make. Mm. Do we? Well, I'm sorry that this was the most nothing podcast oh. ever. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I'm sorry That's a that good one. we don't know what we're talking about most of the time. But mm. I'll say... Man, if you're here at this point in this episode, I I really appreciate you because um, I don't know why, but I'm glad you're hanging out with us. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry 
broadly speaking, on a global scale, that I that I talk so much with so little to say. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to the nutritionists out there. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone that... I was going to say I'm sorry to anyone that doesn't care about hair and workout talk. Um, but I, I, that's not anyone. That's everyone. So I'm sorry to everyone. Mm. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it's an election year. Maybe we could talk about politics this year. That sounds I, so that'll be fun, fun. Actually, that'd be fun. No one's doing that oh, on podcast. Should we just pivot the whole podcast to politics? That sounds awesome, actually. Dude, talk about talking about things you don't know about. That would be like, <laughs> God. Yeah. I went don't... to a. Um, yeah, this is like the most political I'll ever get on this podcast. But there was this like. This discussion thing I was privy to that was that was very political, you know, and um, and regardless of what regardless of what side it was advocating for, the basic sentiment of everything everyone was saying was, we need we need change, we need to vote for change, and I just remember thinking, I don't think anyone would disagree with that, <laughs> and then I also just remember thinking, basically the point of this whole thing was. No more bad stuff. We want good stuff. <laughs> and, and so that's officially my political leaning is no more bad stuff. Dude. We want good stuff. And it's particularly hilarious in an election year where neither candidate is a change because both have already been president <laughs> yeah, before. <laughs> I know. It's so, so you true. literally just, cannot elect change. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, kind of like, dude, they, like you could take everything everyone said, lift it up, put it in another, like the other political party. And they're saying the same thing. They're just like, things are so bad. We got to change. Like the other side is doing things that are super bad and we want to do things that are way good. And then the <laughs> other side's like saying the exact same thing, but it's like, my only, my only thing I'm saying is, Hey, if you're going to be a, if you're going to be a political speaker, uh, and I'm not, but, uh, just maybe grace the grace the masses with some specifics because everyone Man. wants change. Hey, since you got the most political you're ever gonna get, I'm also gonna get the most political I'm ever okay. get, gonna get. Everyone Bring it on. loves to spout their opinions about the highest level of politics, right? And there's so many arguments about the highest level of federal government politics. What I'm going to say is, man, if you want change, just care about your local community yeah. first, the most, you know, like yeah. care about what's going on in your neighborhood, what's affecting your neighbors, what's affecting your district that you live in. Um, that's where you're going to, that's where you're going to be the most helpful. So there's Dude, and even before that. Box. Even before that, check in with your friends and your neighbors. Yeah. Just be a person first. And yeah, then, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, a political tool second. I have a friend who who only, I mean, he's he's super politically involved, but he only votes in rallies locally. He does not vote federally mm. just because he's like, it's, it's like, what it, what's, you know. I don't it's know, way more effective for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, woo. More, so that, no more bad stuff. We want good stuff. Yeah. That beautifully um, concludes our discussion of not being experts on anything and then becoming the most political we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm really sorry this was a nothing episode, but if you're here, appreciate you big time. Uh, maybe leave a review on whatever podcast thing you're on <laughs> actually mm-hmm. don't leave a review after this episode maybe go to a different episode and one. then yeah. leave a review <laughs> yeah. and um yeah yeah see you next week maybe amen yeah amen <laughs> if you don't like this music you don't be listening to it you know i'm just a dude that you know or something similar if you don't keep it real can you go somewhere but here cause you know we're only losing control just for a minute oh